After Dark. I am your host, I am Kyle Reese. Uh, as everyone comes into the room, I say hello. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations to the St. Louis Cardinals and St. Louis Cardinals fans for uh, uh, the, the NLDS victory. An exciting time, a hell of a five-game series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Atlanta Braves. And man, am I super excited for an NLCS. Uh, Graham, I love you, buddy. Uh, uh, hello uh, to everyone who's coming in. Uh, hello, my Lord and Savior. What's going on? Uh, who else we got in here? It, uh, yeah, NLDS champs. Yeah, NLDS champs. Moving on to the NLCS against the Washington Nationals. Really anxious to get into that. Uh, look, we've got a baseball game going on. We've got a hockey game going on. We've got plenty to talk about. Uh, what is on everyone's mind? How excited are we about the St. Louis Cardinals entering the NLCS for the first time since what feels like forever, but was really only 2014? Uh, let's see. Cheers, Kyle. Let's go. Uh, let's get after it tomorrow. That's right. Cheers to the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, to all of you, the pad people, and uh, Cardinals Nation. We raise our glass. Mm. Uh, uh, let's see. SLDA22 says, room service ordered. It's just three glasses of whiskey. That's how you do it. Uh, Nicole, hello, Nicole. How are you? Uh, is a Rosarena in trouble? No, well, you know, I'm sure that he got some talking to. Uh, I don't think, I don't think it's anything. Look, for those of you who don't know, and every Cardinal fan knows this by now, uh, Randy Rosarena filmed video of Mike Schilt dropping a bunch of F-bombs and getting his team fired up. And, of course, it's controversial because you're not supposed to have those videos in the locker room, and you would think people would know that by now, but it's really whatever. Look, I'm sure he got in trouble. I'm sure that it'll never happen again. Uh, but also, it was a really cool moment, and I think everyone in, like, Cardinal Nation realized that. And I don't think there's as much backlash. And also, Mike Schilt handled it beautifully in the press conference. Mike Schilt knows how to do it, man. He just knows how to handle the, that kind of stuff. Uh, Josh says, hot take, we're actually better than Washington. You know, I think on paper you could definitely argue that, uh, especially with as fragile as Washington's bullpen is. But it's the NLCS where at the point in the playoffs, well, the playoffs in general, but especially as you get further along in, into the series, where there's just no telling what's going to happen, I think that they're better on paper. The Nationals are still a really good team. Uh, and they're hot at the right time, just like the Cardinals. Eric Thomas, our good friend Eric Thomas says, is now a good time to mention the Cardinals won the Central? It is, Eric. Keep mentioning it over and over and over again. Uh, uh, Brendan Weller says, did you read the article on Keichel? Seemed like he wants to be a Cardinal. I didn't read the article on Keichel, but I tell you what I saw were the comments from Mike Fultonevich about growing up in Illinois and being a Cardinal fan and being in awe of Yadier Molina. And I trade everyone for that guy. He's talented. Of course, he looked terrible the other day. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Razball, Razball wants me to take my shirt off. We're not there yet. I think I've got to last like 10 minutes without taking my shirt off for this to not be deemed not safe for work. So uh, shirt stays on for just a little bit. We'll find a moment to take the shirt off. i got to reel the audience in leave them wanting more. Uh, you've got to leave them wanting more. Always be teasing. Uh, but yes, I did not read the article about Keiko. Oh, no, I did. I take it back. I saw the comments where he was like, I thought that they'd be in on signing me. They really weren't. There wasn't much of a conversation. I thought it'd be a good matchup. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, it's I, But, you know, Cardinals are doing okay right now, so I'm going to shut my stupid mouth. Uh, Mike Schilt is a goat already. Yeah, it, what a great week for Mike Schilt. Uh, other than Game 4 where he got he overmanaged out the ass, uh, he has had a great NLDS and a great second half. Uh, Rumsfeld says, it's like having a Roman candle in your shorts. Go cards. It, that's exactly what it feels like. Uh, about time, Kyle, for March Hayden. Yeah, Gifts and I were talking. Gifts and I get caught up uh, when we're talking. Uh, hold on. Gifts says, cheers to Jeff Niehaus. He got great news about his health, does have to take his medication. Oh, f 
fucking A. Our good friend Jeff Niehaus, uh, fly the L. Uh, cancer uh, beater. Uh, he, he beat cancer. We raise our glass to Jeff Niehaus. Eric Thomas, too, who is a, a god amongst men. We, all of our, our pad people that are fighting. Uh, I raise my glass to you. Congratulations, Jeff. That's a good step. I'm happy for you, brother. I love you. Love that Cardinals gets, too. Uh, Sam Smith says, take your shirt off. Oh, God. And there goes the questions, family. There go the questions. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get what happens. Uh, Gifts, you're going to have to give me the questions. I, I don't know where they went. The computer thing froze up. Ozuna has to be brought back at this point. No, also, goddamn, the face is sexy. Uh, that's right, big old buck. Uh, I Look, so here's the thing. I, I don't think Ozuna... There we go. Questions are back. Uh, I don't think Ozuna comes back. Uh, I keep going back to the fact that the Cardinals will probably levy him the qualifying offer, and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, remember that, uh, you know... The Cardinals have a lot of outfielders and anything could happen. Ozuna's getting hot at the right time, and then you wonder, you have to ask yourself, how much money is he making this off in the, this postseason for the offseason? The, the outfield situation is murky with the Cardinals because of how many they have. Uh, they also like to use Tommy Edmond out there, how much money they have committed to Carpenter. It's tough. I, I still don't think he comes back, but remember, I like Marcelo Ozuna substantially more than I ever liked Jason Hayward. I was very against the Cardinals re-signing Jason Hayward. Uh, logistically and also because I thought he was overrated even though we all love war and defensive war uh, I, I am I am for Marcelo Zuna taking the qualifying offer and hoping for that I'm for the Cardinals working something out if possible I just don't think it happens uh, let's see offseason options if Marcel walks from underscore Tottingham now this is something we talked about a lot on pad don't forget that next year the Cardinals have 165 to 175 million dollars already committed to the 2020 payroll, and that's you know sure that they could move an 11 million dollars worth of Carlos Martinez and maybe work something out. It's still not something I'm in favor of. Uh, they could get creative, but don't expect them to add anything in the way of large salaries unless that large salary is substantially deferred. Uh, again, I. I don't think that the Cardinals have like other options. I think the other options are internal. I think they'll give Matt Carpenter third base like they gave Dexter Fowler right field entering 2019. Uh, I think that Tommy Edmond gets time out and left. And I think that they go in thinking Tyler O'Neill, Lane Thomas, Randy Rosarena, uh, and Dylan Carlson all have a chance to play left field and try to get production, Marcelo Zuna-like production, out of that swath of people. Uh, friggin' cards, friggin' cards, love you, buddy. Hi, Kyle, love you, man. I love you too, Rumsfeld. Uh, Puig is Marce if Puig, if Marcel walks, please. I love Yasiel Puig. I think that that would be a really interesting addition. But again, the Cardinals have a lot of money committed to next year's payroll. Even the year after that, they have a lot of money committed. And, uh, you know, I think that the internal options are the directions they'll go. But they have all those, they have all of those outfielders and they still need more pitching. You can never have enough pitching. We're learning that this, this, uh, postseason, and we're learning that especially as you face a team like the Nationals, who have pitching deficiency even in the bullpen. So we'll see what happens. There's a long offseason ahead of us with a lot of decisions to be made, and I'm anxious to see how those decisions are made. What's up with John Gant? I thought he earned his spot on the roster from C. Cornwell. So my thought about John Gant is it just goes to who's strongest entering the postseason. And I'll be honest, I thought with a little bit of rest, John Gant would be a valuable commodity on a postseason roster. But he was just so bad for the last month of the season. Walks, runs, home runs, all of it. And, you know, the first five months of the season, he more than earned that spot on, on the NLDS, NLCS postseason rosters. But he was so bad in September that the Cardinals decided to go in a different direction. Uh, it's a bummer. I thought for sure he would be a member of the, of the, the roster, but it didn't happen that way. 
Uh, he'll be a Cardinal next year. You never know. He might end up being a starter for the Cardinals next year, depending on what they do with that Michael Walker spot in the rotation. Uh, but, yeah, it's a bummer the way it turned out for him because he's a talented pitcher who did really well for the Cardinals, especially at the beginning of the season when they needed it bad. SLD822 says, does Mo know even what the F-bomb is? He's looked it up in French Dictionary. I bet Mo cusses all the time. Uh, March Hayden says, my friend, uh, Cubs fan, RJ already congratulated me on the NL pennant. Don't accept it. He's trying to set you up for failure. Uh, is Randy DFA'd if he pulls that under the previous administration? Half joking. You know, it all depends on what Yadier Molina says. If Yadier Molina says Randy stays, Randy stays. If Yadier Molina says Randy goes, Randy goes. Uh, it's just that simple. But no, I don't think I don't think anything happens. I think the difference is Mike Matheny handles it not as well as Mike Schilt handled it today. And it ends up being a bigger thing uh, than it should be or deserves to be. But again, it also goes to show you that we live in a different time. Uh, where you got to be smart about where you're pulling your phone out. And I would imagine that this ends up being a lesson within the organization from top to bottom. And it's something that isn't repeated again in the future. Uh, W.E. Kern says, Schilt using the word grace in a statement was genius. Those offered, those offended will eat that word up. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, he was prepared for that, obviously. He handled it better than any other... I, I, any, I, he handled something like that better than any other manager I've seen handle it. The way he owned it, the way he apologized for it, and everything. Look, uh, I have some tactical issues with some of the things that Mike Schilt does. Not nearly as many issues as I have with Mike Matheny or any of that stuff. Just some little things here and there. But there's no denying that he knows the press. He knows how to handle the press. And uh, he knows that aspect of his job extremely, extremely well. He knows every aspect of his job pretty damn well, to be honest. Uh, but that aspect in in particular. And he's also, you know, we all have our different thoughts about faith and stuff like that. He is a devout man to his religion. I don't know what sect it is or whatever. It's none of my business, really. Uh, and he lives by that life. And good for him. Good for him if that's what he chooses to do. So to Mike Schilt. Right? To Mike Schilt, we're going to booze it up. That dude's fucking right now anyways. That dude's fucking... He's hammering all the moms on the team, except for the ones that we love, Mrs. Hicks, uh, um, the Helsleys, uh, the Kisner family. Uh, but beyond that, he's just banging. That dude's banging all over the place. But you're right, using the word grace was brilliant. No to Keichel, yes to Fulte, I'm on board. Ozuna playing like he wants to wear the birds on the bat next year. He's been He's been saying all year that he wants to stay a Cardinal. Jiggy says, do you think it's the old ball? People seem to have a good have that idea that could be good for us. I saw the chart. Uh, again, I saw the chart in everyone's tweets today. I didn't actually read the chart. I didn't look at it. My thought is just wait and find out. I, I did see that MLB said the only thing that's different with the baseball is that the stamp, the postseason stamp is on there. Wait and see. Wait and see. I, I want more. I know that Incarcerated Bob said something about the balls being changed. Uh, I know that other people that have connections with Rawlings uh, have told other people that uh, the ball hasn't changed at all. I've been told by some people that I know that work for Rawlings that the ball has not been changed. Uh, it could be anything. It could be anything. It could be air pressure in the United States. I don't I don't know. Let's wait and see what happens, okay? I'd love to know what the pitchers think. I would love to know what, what the pitchers think. Honestly, does it feel different? Because remember, when, when the ball started to change in the first place, you would hear pitchers talking about it frequently. Uh, is that your Nelly shirt? No. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, I'm from the Lou and I'm proud. That's it. My brother Scott got us tickets, fancy tickets to the Cardinal game, and uh, we got the shirt. Uh, Fulty didn't even look bad. His fastball command was off, but his slider was nasty. I'll be honest, I got caught in traffic on my way home. I heard it on the radio. By the time I got home, Max Freed was pitching. 
Uh, hey, Kyle, listening as I drive so I can really participate. With, I'm still here. Hello, Victoria. Welcome to Prospects After Dark. Everyone, if you're new to our family, please come in. Enjoy yourself. Uh, we all bathe together. The family that bathes together stays together. Uh, so uh, get naked. I uh, hear get naked. There. I'll take the shirt off. Shirt's off, Rasball. Shirt's off. Uh, take your shirt off. Get in the bath with me. This is a, the Prospects After Dark is just one Cardinal's bathhouse. Uh, what you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Four Roses. Standard Four Roses. More than likely, this is what I'll be drinking for the for the majority of Prospects After Dark. Ashley says, if it is then, I feel like you're obligated to take it off. That's right. Uh, can you really bring Waka back for the NLCS? They're not going to. That's the right move. That's something that definitely deserves a little credit that for Mike Schilt, the coaching staff in the front office, not bringing back Michael Waka. I wouldn't even bring him back for the wild, for the World Series if the Cardinals make the World Series if he's healthy. Do you feel badly for Joe Kelly? I do, Charlie. My cousin Charlie there. Uh, to my cousin Charlie, by the way, who got to uh, uh, enjoy a couple of Cardinals-Braves games in Atlanta with uh, Ryan Fisher, Christian Rabbit, and Christian's girlfriend, Lauren, uh, to, to the, the Atlanta branch, the, even though only Charlie's the only one who lives in Atlanta, I think. Uh, I know Fish lives around there. Uh, the, the Atlanta chapter of Prospects After Dark. Boy, do we love Jeff, man. He's the best. Jared Shane says, uh, Shane, yeah, also we got confirmation that Mike Schild has a girlfriend. He's having the best week ever. Yeah, that dude's been banging since the All-Star break, and that's why they've been 20 games over in the regular season and now one game over in the postseason. Love Jeff. Ozuna has to be brought back at this point. No, also, goddamn, that face is sexy. I uh, love the way Goldie and Ozuna, uh, love the way Goldie and Ozuna are on fire. They're getting hot at the right time. You know, a couple of the things to take from game five, again, right, Harrison Bader comes in and has an amazing at bat. That is a huge positive. A beautiful, beautiful, amazing at bat by Harrison Bader. And also, Paul DeYoung has a pretty good at bat there towards the end where he hits a breaking pitch. Those are really important things. Now, I wouldn't expect them to have that kind of clout for Scherzer and Corbin and, and Strasburg, but we'll get into that too. There is a reason I feel there's a little optimism I have facing Strasburg and Scherzer in particular that I otherwise wouldn't have had if the Cardinals hadn't just played those two teams two weeks ago. Uh, and thank you for being clothed. Close her off. There you go. Ha. Huh? The Cardinals beat racism in game five and Washington beat racism in the wild card game. That's awesome. Uh, celebrate responsibly from... Hey, Brendan Schaefer's in here. Hello, Brendan. I love you, buddy. Thank you for being a part of the, the Pat family. Same to you. Celebrate responsibly. Uh, uh, take an Uber. Call Dan Buffa. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, uh, but also get drunk and take your clothes off. Holy cow, do it at home. I can't spell says Ozuna is long gone. Uh, he, we have nine outfielders. Yeah, that's what I would think. Unless, of course, the Cardinals offer him the extending, the qualifying offer, and he takes it. That's where that gets really weird. Uh, Jason says, sign Puig if Ozuna walks. Again, I love, I love Yasiel Puig. I love him so much. This fan base would hate him, although, because he's like a more obnoxious version of Marcelo Ozuna. Uh, this fan base would probably hate him, but I would love him, uh, and I just don't think the Cardinals do it. Uh, BJ Dittman says, haven't looked. Did they change rosters for NLCS? So the rumor is, and I think Mike Schultz said it in the press conference today, that the NLCS roster will stay the same for the Cardinals from the NLDS. Uh, Josh says, sign Garrett Cole and win the whole thing twice in a row. Yeah, that'd be amazing. But again, the Cardinals have a lot of money committed to next year and even a substantial amount of money committed to the year after. Not as much as next year or this year. And I'd be really surprised if Garrett Cole took a huge deference uh, in order to fit in there. But if he does, it could happen. That being said, I don't think the Cardinals are in on Garrett Cole. They didn't win David Price. They didn't win Jason Hayward. Any free agent that they've been in on that they've had to outbid everyone else for, they haven't, they haven't got. 
Eric Neff says, uh, Eric the Semi-Great, who I love you, buddy. And by the way, congratulate... Well, that's an asshole move. Congratulations on your six, your seven months of sobriety. Uh, I love you, buddy. I'm going to raise water to you. Uh, and I know your sobriety is not booze-related, uh, but I raise my glass of water to you. I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say other than that. I'm happy for you. I love you. I'm proud of you. Uh, we're here for you. And uh, keep kicking ass, my friend. Uh, let's see... He said, it honestly seems like Ozuna likes it here so much, he's going to accept the qualifying offer, which is going to be really interesting to see how the Cardinals handle that. And I think you might be on to something. Uh, no reason Schilt needed to apologize for amped up locker talk. He was right. Yeah, you do have to apologize for stuff like that. You know, you're, you're a public figure. Even if it's bullshit, it's a good thing to apologize. It's a good lesson to teach. You know, uh, he should not, should he feel sorry for it? No, probably not. Is it something, how about this? Is it something to feel sorry for? No. Absolutely not. Should you feel kind of sorry about it to maybe the people who are affected by it, however they decide to be affected by it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Again, it's just about being courteous and aware of other people's emotions and where they stand on subjects. And since it's something that isn't, like, defining of who Mike Schilt is, it's easy for him to say, you know what, I'm sorry for it. Uh, and I get that, and I actually really appreciate it. Uh, I did. He, like, do I care that he apologized? I could give a fuck about any of it. Like, I curse all the time on here. I'll fucking talk about banging a wheel of cheese. I don't give a shit. But at the same time, like, I appreciate him taking that approach to it. Uh, but Brandon Moss has great launch angle. He really does. Uh, Rendon, that's right. So the Rendon obviously is the the major cog. Uh, he and Soto and. Howie Kendricks, believe it or not, uh, who also was very, very tough against the Cardinals a couple weeks back. Uh, they're a good team. They're a really good team. Just try to get to that bullpen as fast as possible. Uh, Rosarena will be a good Met. Ooh, I like that, Eric. Uh, thoughts on Shield keeping the same NLDS? I like it. Look, uh, I'm glad Waka's not a part of it. You know, I like Tyler O'Neill to be a part of the roster because I like that power. Uh, but then again, Jose Martinez was pretty good in a pinch-hitting role. I always say that I don't like bringing players that you don't have the intent to use unless things get weird. It's kind of how I feel about Jairo Munoz. I, they're not ever going to use him unless somebody gets hurt and they don't have a choice. So I'm not really on board with Jairo. But other than that, I think I really like the fact that they're going from the NLDS to the NLCS. I like the way Schilt uses the two rosters. I don't want him to start Harrison Bader at all. I, I, he's a defensive replacement. You know, maybe maybe you get aggressive. Maybe you get whatever. Uh, but that's where I stand on that. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Uh, it's worked out so far. Do cards give Carp a chance to be everyday third baseman next year from Smore 15 Yeah, I don't see how they don't. Again, to me, Carp entering 2020 feels like Fowler entering 2019. Big Ol' Buck says, we have a ton of outfielders, but outside of Carlson, nobody that's going to produce like him. I hope he stays. So that's all about perspective, right? Because I could say that I think Tyler O'Neill has the ability to produce just like Marcelo Zuna, if not potentially better. The one thing about Ozuna and guys like Tyler O'Neill is that they're prone to streaks. And sure, we look back on it and say, wow, you know, Marcelo Ozuna had a great year, but there were times when he was terrible at the plate. There were times when he's terrible at the plate. I think Marcelo Ozuna can do it. Or I think Tyler O'Neill can do it. I think Dylan Carlson could do it. I think some combination of Lane Thomas and Randy Rosarena could do it. I think three years ago we were talking about Tyler O'Neill being the guy. Two years ago, even entering this past offseason, we were talking about Tyler O'Neill being the guy. I think Lane Thomas has the ability. Uh, no guarantees, and that is the big difference. But there's also no guarantees that this is something Marcelo Zuna is going to keep doing for five years. I think he will. I think a lot of the, the, the stats would say the same thing. 
But at the same time, you don't want Marcelo Zuna really running around in left field either, uh, especially not at $20 million or $15 million a year when you have options that really aren't that far off from where he was at. Again, he gets on a hot streak and carry an offense, but that's just not where I am. I was disappointed yesterday. Could easily have scored 17. I agree. Fish, what's up, brother? Who will pay sticker price for Carlos right now? My guess is no one from I Can't Spell. Let's see what happens when we get through the playoffs. He could have his shit back together, not dealing with Ronald Acuna, and end up being the lights-out closer that we all know he can be. But then again, to me, and this is something I've said before, at $11 million, when you're talking about a top-end starter, potentially, every like maybe he's not top sticker price, but it's like renting a car for... It's like leasing a car for a year and putting it back on the market. It, obviously, it doesn't have the same price as it, like it would have gotten when it was brand new, but it's still pretty affordable. It's still pretty interesting, and some team's going to take advantage of that if the Cardinals decide to trade it. Mar uh, Carlos Martinez's spot is as a starter in the Cardinals long term. That's where his value is. Uh, and hopefully that's something that ends up happening and something we end up seeing. Has anyone seen Ponce? I'm worried he's been kidnapped. Yeah, I, I don't even think he goes to the stadium anymore. Uh, where will Alex Reyes be next year? The bullpen. Hopefully, Jason, Jason, Jason. Hopefully alive and pitching for the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, I, I think the smartest thing is fans, and even from an organizational standpoint, if I'm John Mazalock, even from an organ or Gersh, Schilt, the, 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 the philosophy I'm taking about Alex Reyes entering 2020 is that he doesn't exist. And if you end up getting him, if he ends up finding his way in, then you deal with it then. But because of the constant arm issues, uh, uh, the ability to, the inability rather to come back from that, even though he's working hard and he's a great kid and he's trying everything he can to get back, uh, even with those arm issues, like you don't count on that. I don't know if he's going to be a starter or in the bullpen. All I know is that I just want to see him pitching before I have any thoughts about the direction of Alex Reyes' career. A little wheeze 15 says, if Ozuna walks, I like Castellanos. I like Castellanos too. Again, you're talking about a guy who's going to get a big contract because of what he did away from Detroit and in the second half after being traded. I do not see, and again, I could be very, very wrong about this, a situation in which the Cardinals, with the outfielders that they have and the amount of money that they have committed for a couple of years, think about it. Again, I, I plead with you to think about it. Do you think the Cardinals are going to add $20 million of payroll to next year? They might add 18 if Marcelo Zuna takes a qualifying offer, but it won't be more than that. There's no way. There's no freaking way. Uh, we heard Bill DeWitt talking about it every opportunity he gets on the radio, about how they're fifth in money spent and 11th in money earned or some crazy shit like that. I don't remember exactly what the numbers are. They're not going to add big salary. And after next year where they have 165 or 175 in that window, just like they had this year committed to that team, the next year they have like 100 and 110 already committed to that team. So they're in kind of a situation here where sure they can spend, but they're not going to spend much further than where they're at right now. Ozuna Carlson, give him center field reps in ST and Fowler, don't trade him. They should. Yeah, anything could happen, but that's where I'm at. Uh, I love that Whitewater attorney. Rip PDL. TBS said Fowler had a monster bounce back year. You know, he got on base a lot, but, you know, not a monster exactly. He had a very good year and a very good year for him, and he was a very valuable part of the St. Louis Cardinals. And since he moved to the top of the lineup, Cardinals have been really, really good, even when he hasn't been particularly good, and he had a great year playing center field, in my opinion. Will kids, pardon me, will kids play more this year pending Molina's retirement? 
Now, Yadier Molina has one year left on his contract, but I don't know how anyone who's watched the St. Louis Cardinals for the last five years could ever imagine a scenario in which Yadier Molina retires after next year. Short of being injured severely, Yadier is not retiring after next year. He, I'm telling you, he has at least one, if not two additional years uh, in the back. Next year is not his last year. Nothing would surprise me more, and it's something that he's even talked about, about playing past his current contract. Yadi does not have one more year. Yadi's not going to retire. Is Kisner going to play more? No, because Yadi wants to play. I don't know who the backup's going to be. I don't know if it's Kisner or Joe Hudson. Doubt it's Matt Wieters. Could be anyone else. Uh, but unless Yadi gets hurt and it's severe or he feels like his knees have broken down on him, Yadi's not going anywhere. Uh, I would give so much money for Garrett Cole. Yeah, I get that. I'm okay with having to wait to figure it all out. Me too. Uh, uh, Eric says, how are you feeling about Junior Fernandez after seeing him face MLB hitters a bit? I liked it. You know, he had one bad appearance after his initial uh, debut. I liked him a lot. I thought he handled it pretty well. I would have liked for him to be on the postseason roster in some capacity. Those are the type of high-velocity, high-dynamic arms that usually end up doing pretty well in this particular situation. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think that next year he's going to be a valuable bullpen piece for the Cardinals from the get-go. Ryan says, take off your shirt, bottle of scotch on the line. I already took my shirt off. Bring the scotch. And I know you have your word. Don't give me more scotch, dude. You're the best, Ryan. Uh, again, I'll raise my glass of uh, four roses to you. You're the best, man. Thank you. So, the, uh, so there L was. Uh, shout out to Ashley Crow did for my students. Yeah, so uh, my, my amazing girlfriend, Ashley Crow. Uh, managed to have like a little drive the other day and, and generated some Utz snacks for Eric's class. Uh, and that is amazing. To Ashley, uh, I'm so proud of you. That's a really great thing. Uh, I don't cheers to you enough. To Eric, for you and your amazing work and all that you've gone through, uh, I raise my glass. Sean Ewing says, disappointed no Ponce yesterday. Shield keeping the Matheny emergency arm. That's what it felt like to me. I'll be honest. I, that's the one issue I have with yesterday is that Daniel Ponce de Leon didn't get into that game. And that worries me. That's a concern. That you know, He's only pitched twice since September 2nd. And only like five innings, I think. He needed to pitch in that game. That would have, Daniel Ponce de Leon pitching yesterday would have been in the best interest of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Dylan Carlson in 2020 from TJ. TD Jones. Again, I think and the, if the Cardinals don't sign Ozuna, if Ozuna walks in free agency, if he doesn't accept the qualifying offer... The Cardinals' best move is to enter spring training with a completely open competition between Randy, Lane Thomas, Tyler O'Neill, and, and Dylan Carlson. And I'm forgetting someone else. And of course, but the other thing we keep forgetting is the Cardinals want Tommy Edmond in the lineup as often as possible. And don't be surprised if Tommy Edmond is your starting left fielder with Matt Carpenter at third base next year. There's a lot of moving parts this offseason, especially when it comes to the offense. Uh, Civil War cards. And again, I'm 127 messages behind. I promise I'm going to try to get through this. I, I like answering all the questions. So if you just put a question up there and it's flying by me and you're like, where the fuck is he at? I'm 130 questions behind. Uh, should Schilt put Cabrera and Helsley in higher leverage situations? I think we'll see Helsley in higher leverage. Not sure about Cabrera. If Ozuna actually wants to stay, we get rid of him. Makes no sense. I get that. I, I completely understand that thought, March Hayden. But again, if you're talking about a big contract when you have options, uh, you don't just clog it. And again, I don't know what they're planning with Harrison Bader. You guys know where I stand on that. I can't spell says, Watkins next appearance will be the 10th inning of the last game of the NLCS uh, to Mike Matheny. Freaking card says, would you have given any thought to Flaherty not pitching short outing to start... Uh, would I have, after the Cardinals scored 10 runs in the first inning, what would I have done with Jack Flaherty is pretty much the question that our good friend Friggin' Cards is asking. I tweeted about it. It's baseline simple. 
as an analyst or someone who's sitting there watching, honestly, I would not, I would have not used Jack Flaherty. I would have pitched him for one inning. That would have been it. And I would have gone to the bullpen as a coach. If I'm a coach, there's no way I'm not pitching Jack Flaherty. There's no way I'm risking blowing or losing that game, especially when I'm already feeling shaky about my bullpen in the first place. Uh, so my answer is uh, yes. As I sit on my love seat or my couch and I watch the game and I'm tweeting about it, I would not. I, he would have got one inning, and I would have pulled him, and I would have used him in game one. Uh, but the right thing to do is what Mike Schilt did, and it's just use him. He's already warmed up, ready to go. Use him. Don't take a chance that you're going to even compromise what happens at the NLCS either. And plus, I feel pretty good about Michaelis and Wayno at home. So it all works out. Uh, am I live from Sam Smitty? Again, I am way behind on questions, and I'm sorry about that. Do you think we will sign any kind of big name in free agency? I don't. Would you want to keep the same starting lineup as Game 5? I do. Shield was partially responsible for that. Should have told everyone to turn their phones off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Like Josh says that, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, Fan of Sports says, what's the obsession with Tyler Webb? You know, Tyler Webb, we, we raised our glass to him last week. Tyler Webb deserves credit beyond the credit he's getting for being as effective as he's been. The, the obsession is that the Cardinals don't really have another left-handed option uh, other than Andrew Miller and Henesis Cabrera. And Tyler Webb has been really good this year, even though it's hard to believe and admit. Uh, Sean Ewing says, Robert's bullpen management as bad or worse than Matheny NLCS. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say as bad. I'm not going to say worse. I'm going to say as bad. Although he did leave Kenley Jensen pretty much on the bench until the end there when they were down. Uh, so it's it's a toss-up. Tied for first, as Tony LaRusso would say. Uh, if you didn't expect a 13-run lead, you haven't been paying attention. Uh, blah, blah, blah. What's up with Jenna? Oh, I wish I knew. Webb's been good, though. Uh, let's go from PM. Let's go from PMW underscore zero zero. I can't spell so Schilt was seen at dinner with Scarlett Johansson uh, tonight downtown. That's a great response. Randy Rosarena is streaming this event on Instagram. Oh, God. Well, he's going to have to deal with it. I guess I'm going to have to throw a press, a press conference tomorrow and apologize for all my F-bombs. Uh, Dead Ball does help us a lot. It's from Jason. Uh, I don't, again, I think that I think that it seems that way. But, you know, that Nationals team, again, Soto's a, a bomb. Rendon's a bomb. You know, they've got those guys. But the Eaton, there, there are some guys that could benefit from maybe having the ball toned down a little bit. That's a good lineup that has bullpen issues and some good starting pitching. It's going to be a great matchup one way or the other. Pretty cool how Carp brought up the idea of defensive replacement. That is awesome. Big ups to Matt Carpenter. Uh, Adam Van Grek says... Who do you think is the best Cardinals defensive outfield alignment uh, of those of the NLCS roster? It's probably, honestly, well, on the NLCS roster. It's probably Fowler, Bader defensively. Again, defensively, it's probably Randy. Because Randy's a really good left field. That's where his best position is. It's probably Randy, uh, Bader, and Fowler. And I do. I will take Fowler over Tommy Edmond any day. Uh, Schilt is an OG, he is. What do you think about the chop? Uh, I'm not going to talk about that right now, Charlie, because I'm going to try to blow through it. Uh, did did you see the ball was changed going into the season? Did, no one said the ball was changed uh, going into the season. Revy Grill says, did they say the ball was changed growing, going into the season? No, they've been very adamant about that. They said the ball wasn't changed. They just worked on the manufacturing aspect of the baseball, and maybe that was, had something to do with it. Blah, blah, blah. They've been very, very against admitting that the ball was changed for any reason. Uh, PMW says, just saw Schilt at Gold's Gym deadlifting 470 for 8 reps. Uh, you were at the game where they gave away that shirt. I was at that game. I was. My brother Scott brought green seat tickets and I was down there. It was an amazing time. Sam Smith says, how nice will it have been? How nice will it be to have a night game tomorrow night? I'm so excited. 
Uh, really excited about tomorrow night in general for a multiple, multiple different reasons. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about the night game. Uh, uh, now we're getting to the shirt off stuff. Holy cow. All right, I'm going to speed ahead. Uh, I'm going to get to like the 30. Guys, I'm so sorry for missing so many questions here. I'm going to go to about 30 questions behind. Uh, let's see. So you're saying we're definitely signing Cole then. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, there's no way in hell. Yachty playing till 2030. I'll take the over. Uh, love me some Matt Weeders. I love Matt Weeders too from Fan of Sports 314. And it's a shame that Matt Weeders isn't going to be around for a very long time. But we all know that that's what's going to happen. Uh, Josh says, Hennessy's Cabrera should have Soto in late innings. We'll see. My guess is that that's not going to be the situation. Well, it's more than likely it's going to be Andrew Miller. Uh, but we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, game one is huge without having to face Scherzer, Corbin, and Strasburg. We say that, but Annabelle Sanchez had a really solid year, and he's the kind of pitcher that I think gives this Cardinal team fits. So, yeah, you're right. It's definitely on paper and even logically. It's better to not face Strasburg, Scherzer, or Corbin. But Annabelle Sanchez is not a rollover the way that we might think of him as being a rollover or a pushover. You know what I'm saying. Ashley is the real MVP. Wayno, two complete game shutouts. I'll get a tattoo. All right, Ethan Klusner. Ethan Klusner. What? So, Ethan, if Yadi, or if Wayno throws two complete game shutouts, you have to get a tattoo, a pad, a t pad tattoo. How about that? I like that. Uh, would you still use Carlos in save situations from Smore 15? So, I don't know how you don't. And I know that that sounds terrible. I would not have used him in game four, but it worked out, and now I don't know how you don't. What I talked about on the Two Birds on a Bat podcast that we do on Wednesdays, you got to check that out. It's amazing stuff. Uh, Ron Nuttall's amazing. Moe's algorithm is amazing. Benji Molina did some great stuff. Jim's always good. Uh, what we talked about there is I would, but I also would have whoever ready to go right away, whether that be Brebbio or Helsley or Gallegos, whoever you have available at the time, I have them throwing the minute you bring Carlos in and, and ready to go. I have faith in Carlos, especially now that he seems to have gotten over this Acuna, Acuna nonsense. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see, of course. Just trying to put a good thing out there. You always do, uh, Ash. Uh, forgetting follower, unfortunately. John 316. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Hex says, what happened when Jag this offseason next season? So I would suspect that Jag stays on the 40-man. We'll see. I don't think he has much in the way of trade value. Uh, if they do, it'll be for a low-level low minor leaguer to free up a spot on the 40-man. There's always a chance they DFAM. I don't think that that's going to happen. I love Adolis Garcia. I don't think they're going to do that. What happens, hopefully he works on his approach and can put it all together this year and have a monster year next year and have a chance. Again, I always blow over Jag when we talk about potential starting left fielders for the Cardinals next year and when I talk about wanting it to be an open competition. He and Justin Williams should also get a chance in spring training to win that job. Give everyone a chance to win that job. Whoever walks away with it in spring gets it. And you can always alternate throughout the year, but that's how I would roll. What happens with him? I don't know. I don't think he goes anywhere because I don't think he has value. And if he goes anywhere, he's going to get DFA'd, and we'll see what happens after that. Uh, once again, Periscope sucks. Yeah, the blind homer, I agree. Hey, Blue scored from BR Shuff. What's up? Is Delvin Perez still alive? Yeah, so... Delvin Perez is still alive, and he's still only 20 years old. He won't be 21 until December. He has plenty of time to put on weight if he can, even if he's even capable of putting on weight. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, but he's still alive. He had a better year last year than he had the year before and the year before that. He's still skinny. He still has a lot of room to grow. But if there's one thing I feel like I learned from Oscar Mercado is once a guy puts on a little bit of weight and commits himself to baseball, uh, a 20, 21, 22-year-old can reach their potential. Uh, as a fourth outfielder or, or as a utility infielder. 
correct from Samson V. Uh, why throw flirty on short rest at all? We know that never works. So we don't know that that never works. We're not talking. So all of these short rest instances that don't work come after a guy throws a lot. Now, if a guy comes in and throws one inning, you can use him on short rest. Like, that's a little different. You're not talking about, like, stretching a guy out and using him on short rest in that way. It worked out for Chris Carpenter. It works out every once in a while. And what I was saying about Jack Flaherty, and again, I'm glad they're not doing this. It's the right thing to not start him in game one. It's the right thing to have not pitched him for only one inning or not pitched him at all. Uh, it's It was the smart move. Just get the win and move on from there. But... The, the circumstance is a little bit different because if you're talking about throwing him for one inning, it just ends up being a side session and you can use him on, you know, you can use him on Friday or you can use him in, you know, game two or something like that if you choose. Uh, I get I get it is all I'm trying to say. Uh, St Mary 336 says, do you want to play for the Cardinals? No, no, God, no. I couldn't even. Man, I like, I'm a construction worker and I use a pickaxe for too long and my fingers go numb. I am a destruct, like a destroyed human being. My spine might not even exist. I'm not 100% sure. I just want to eat candy all day. If I had my choice in between being a cardinal player or drinking booze and eating candy all day, I'm drinking booze and eating candy all day. Blind Homer says, what purpose does Ponce serve on the NLCS as opposed to Gantt? None. None. It's The difference is the Cardinals, in their mind, will use Ponce de Leon for four innings if they have to in the 14th or 18th inning. Uh, and they'll only use Gantt for innings 12 are 14 and 15. They won't go past that. So it's just a matter of having a pitcher who will go for four innings instead of two and you're not planning on using either of them. Uh, Tyler Weber tired all batters faced in uh, 50% of his appearances. Yeah, and equal to 50% of his appearances. Yeah, that's seed that he's been better than any of us are giving him credit for, myself included. Mark Chayden says, cards and six. I think you're talking about another seven-game series. Ethan Klusner says, do you think Soto or anyone young... Or any one young player tries to get in Seymour's head this series. Soto's a little different than Acuna. I don't think you see that. I don't think, like, if it's going to be someone, it's going to be someone we're not thinking of. I, it's, I don't think it'll be Soto. Soto, while he's a little goofy, uh, he's a little bit more of, like, what might be deemed by people who love whitey ball era baseball as professional as compared to Acuna. Uh, but I would imagine that the, the the Nationals in general would be smart to try to find a way to get into Seymour's head. Uh, Cards Gift says, I'll go back and send him the good one. Sorry about that, Cards Gift. My bad. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Anything changed roster-wise this series from Jay Mulvey? No, no. I believe Mike Schultz said at the presser today that they're going to march in with the same. Uh, the same thing there. March Hayden says, be honest. If the Cardinals play the Yankees-Astros, did the Cardinals even win two games? Yeah, yeah, they do because there's a chance they get Jack Flaherty to throw two games and they can win either of those. They could get a home gem from Adam Wainwright and win one of those. Uh, you know, they won one of three against the Astros this year. Uh, you could see them winning two of six, potentially. Uh, yeah, anything could happen. Look, it's playoff baseball. I have no preconceived notions about how this series is going to go. Uh, again, I think it's smart to try to work your way into the Nationals' bullpen and hope for the best. Uh that's the only thing I know if you're the St. Louis Cardinals. Other than that, I have no feelings at all how this is going to go because it's the playoffs and anything could happen. Anything could happen. A Rosarena O'Neill Fowler off at, uh, outfield with Carlson in the waiting. How do you feel? A Rosarena O'Neill and Fowler. I like that. I'm on board. I like that better than any option with Harrison Bader. I like I like Fowler in the middle of a Rosarena uh, and O'Neill. I like Lane Thomas getting a chance there. I think that the Cardinals would just be smart. To open up 
left if Marcelo Zuna doesn't come back, open up left field and potentially center field to uh, an open competition. What crime will the bench media media be indicted on? Uh, I don't. I uh, the bench mafia uh, the laundering. Uh, first time watcher. I like this from Bequest Domain. Yeah, welcome to Prospects After Dark. Look, if you're brand new to Prospects After Dark, this is how we do it. I my name is Kyle Reese. I have a weird shaped head. I'm shirtless now all of the time, which makes me feel uncomfortable when I'm over with this. Uh, when Prospects After Dark, Dark is over, I'll put my hands on my head and say, what the hell are you doing? Uh, but it's super fast paced. Again, I try to answer all the questions I can. I just had to speed through like a hundred of them. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, you're a part of the pad family now. We are a community of people who love and appreciate baseball, St. Louis Cardinals baseball, and talk about it respectfully towards each other. We're happy to have you here. Uh, intern Maddie, our good friend, says, cards have hit Scherzer, so I would rather they face him early on. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the one thing, again, I talked about it on the Two Birds on a Bat podcast. And I'm sure I'll talk about it tonight. I'm going to do a little uh, radio hit or blog hit or something. Uh, uh, I need. I probably should have paid more attention to what that is to inform you guys. Keep an eye out for that on my Twitter page. But the Cardinals got to Scherzer and Strasburg a little bit by having base runners on. That really seemed to fuck with both of those. It didn't fuck with Corbin. Corbin was dialed in uh, uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago now at this point. But if the Cardinals can get some base runners on and create some havoc, then it gets really interesting. Ethan Kluzer says, I think Gallegos is our best matchup with Soto, Rendon, Kendrick combo. And I think that the numbers probably support that. And I get where you're coming from, but I still go Carlos Martinez with somebody ready to go. Uh, who's getting a pad tattoo if the Cardinals win the World Series? It's Ethan, Ethan Klusner. And it's not a, uh, for if the Cards win the World Series. It's if Wayno throws two complete game shutouts. Jared Shane says, I can't make bets like this tattoo one. Last time I did, I have to name my future child Tartamella. <laughs> Take baby Tartamella, we raise our glass. That's amazing. Uh, Eric, uh, the semi-great says, you skipped where I said I was crying and thanks. Love you, brother. Appreciate everyone's support. We're always here, buddy. Is the Gallegos ideal for the closer spot? Again, it's worked out so well. And I don't think it's, again, the Cardinals are 20 games over 500 in the second half. And that seems to coincide with Giovanni Gallegos coming in and shutting the door in the 5th, 6th, 7th inning when things are getting weird. I think he's ideally suited for that role. That role has worked out amazingly for him. And I only use him as a closer if... And again, I was at this point in Game 4. So I'm definitely being hypocritical and, and turning coat here. Uh, but the only way I use him is if... I have lost complete faith in Carlos Martinez. And again, I lost it in game four, and now I have it again. So it just goes to show you the volatility of the role, really, more than anything, and also how stupid I am. Jay Dizzy says, Cardinals love making Braves players uh, last ever game uh, last ever game memorable. Yeah, it was nice to send uh, Chipper Jones away with an uh, infield fly, and it was very nice to send Brian McCann away, uh, McCann away with a record-setting first inning. C. Grace, hey, what's up, C. Grace? How are you, brother? I saw the no shirt thumbnail and joined immediately. Yeah, there we go. I'm going to pour this bottle of booze all over me. No, I'm not going to do that. Are you kidding me? I'm going to drink it all. The farmer, hey, farmer bylaws in here. These are my people. I love this. This is great. Thank you for doing this. It makes my life. Farmer Vala, Chris Grace, all of my pad people who I'm not mentioning now. Again, I raise my glass as we celebrate an NLDS victory for the St. Louis Cardinals as they head to the NLCS. Uh, my pad people, uh, you are the best. This is the most fun you can have in an hour, hour and a half, two hours, three hours. God only knows how long this goes. To my pad people, to the St. Louis Cardinals, I raise my glass. It's my absolute pleasure to do it, and I'm glad you guys enjoy. 
Uh, Birds and Seven, what's your prediction? Yeah, that's, let's see, we got uh, Brax 15. That is my prediction. I'll say Cards in Seven. I just think that the longer the series goes, the better it's for the Cardinals because you will have really used that compromised bullpen of the, the, the Washington Nationals. Cards seem better against pitchers they've seen. Does that make you feel good against national starters? So that was actually something I was, I, like, as I talk about the Cardinals' ability to have a little success, even though they didn't have a ton of runs against Scherzer, uh, but they racked up his pitch count and got a bunch of walks and put a bunch of base runners on, and also got to Strasburg a little bit uh, uh, just three weeks ago, is that they get a couple base runners on, and because of the way they are aggressive-wise, I think that that's really going to benefit them, and the fact that they just saw him I think helps too. I'm anxious to see how they adjust to Corbin. Corbin owned them because he was just spiking breaking pitches pretty much, and it was so good, so filthy, that the Cardinals couldn't do anything. Corbin's a big test for me. When they go up against Corbin eventually, whether that be out of the bullpen, because Davey Johnson is using him out of the bullpen and using him as frequently as possible, or if it's in a start, how they handle Corbin's going to be a tell, in my opinion, about what this series is going to look like. Uh, I like decision to go Michaelis game one. What were are your thoughts from Adam Blackburn? I love it. I, you know, I, I know that there was some talk about Wayno going game one, which would have been awesome and super emotional. And you talk about a way to get Wayno fucking primed and probably get the best start in Adam Wainwright's career. Uh, it would have been <laughs> to start him game one. But I like Michaelis logistically going game one. I like the idea if it goes seven that you're probably going to have Michaelis ready to go out of a bullpen. Uh, potential road start in there or a road appearance in there too. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. It's the right move to make uh, with the staff being the way that it is. B-Chef says, is there an official Iowa chapter of PAD? Let's do it. Now, again, uh, I know that there's PAD people from Iowa who watch. I would love to hear that. I would love to hear that my Atlanta people are getting together, which happened with my cousin Charlie and Christian and Ryan Fisher. Uh, and then also, uh, like, uh, Iowa and Nebraska, Sean Gransky, who's up in Nebraska. Uh, all over the place. Like, I've been fortunate enough to meet a bunch of PAD people from St. Louis, and I love my PAD people. Uh, so, yes, if you guys are together, reach out say, hey, I'm from Iowa. Make the connection here in our little whatever the hell goes on on the side of the screen that I can barely read and squint like an asshole at. I love it. Johnny G 24 says, who killed Bryce Denton? Uh, so, Bryce Denton and Nick Plummer are in the same spot. You know, they're underperforming prospects who are both need one good year to get themselves right. They're both 22, turning 23, or are 23 already. And anything could happen. They look like they're at their end of their prospect uh, uh, tenure. But again, I'm not ready to call a spade a spade until I see it. Ah, it's tough stuff. Uh, the blind homer, Mo has handcuffed himself with Carpent Fowler. This would be the offseason to move these guys. Yeah, you can't move both of them. You wouldn't be able to move them, I don't think, but I get where your head's at. Adam Blackburn says, is Scherzer, Scherzer or Corbin going to game two? I don't know. Uh, Quinn SDL says, even sit, ever since Carp pitched short rest baseball has changed quite a bit. That's a good point. Uh, my favorite candy is probably peanut butter M&M's. Uh, other than that, man, I just like, I love candy. I love airheads. I love cotton candy. Uh, I am a fucking child. The, those little, uh, like little fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls. I like those a lot. Soto just loves stepping out of the box. Yeah, that's, that's a fact from, uh, Salamone, Dominic Salamone. JT Vonderhaar says, I'm getting married on what will be game seven. Then just put that thing up on a television somewhere. Make that little adjustment into uh, like your wedding rules or whatever the hell weddings do. Uh, say, look, I've got to have a projector screen. We've got to have the Cardinals up. And uh, make it part of your wedding. Have some fun with it. Lauren Bundy did that, and it was beautiful. Adam Blackburn 32 says, How big is it for the Cardinals to win game one with, Scherz, with Sanchez throwing? Uh, the way I look at it is, 
if the Cardinals can, of course, winning two games in St. Louis is big. I always assume that there's going to be a sweep in those first that those first two or uh, a split in those first two games. I just always assume it. I think it's important, but I also like Adam Wainwright going up uh, in game two against anyone at home. So is it important? Yes, it's important. I don't think it's necessary to win the series. Uh, but anything could happen. Uh, again, another tell for the Cardinals is if they put up runs early. It, the, the, putting up runs early for the Cardinals is like scoring goals early for the Blues. The two of them are essential for success. Uh, we saw that. It, we've, we've seen that. So if the Cardinals score a couple runs early, I feel good. But I do think it's important. Look, you can't lose both games at home. I know that. I think you can get away with splitting and then still taking two or three in Washington. Anything could happen. Uh, but you, you got to win at least one, and I would say, yeah, it's always better to have the upper hand than to be working from behind. Although the Cardinals work from behind very well. Has Atlanta Sports Director been heard from since Game 5? Yeah, somebody was telling me about that. I don't know about any of that. You know, my relationship with Twitter is a little different. If people don't, like, tag me and stuff, I don't see it because I usually don't scroll through my timeline. I'm usually just shit-posting stuff and then having fun in my notifications with pad people, really. Uh, name a Nationals that's most worrisome to you in this series. So it's going to sound crazy, but just three weeks ago, Howie Kendricks blew through the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, almost hit for the cycle. He was a monster. He had a pretty big hit last night, am I right? Uh, someone like that. Yeah, but other, you know, Adam Eaton, there's a fun storyline there, right? Dexter Fowler and Adam Eaton at the top of those two lineups with the Cardinals heavily, uh, you know, Cardinals tried very hard to get Adam Eaton. They couldn't make it work from the White Sox. Sign Dexter Fowler as kind of like the next move. There's a subplot there. That's a lot of fun. We'll see where that goes. Uh, that's a pretty good lineup. You know, you, it's just like, I'm sure the Nationals are saying right now, we can't get hurt by Goldschmidt and Ozuna. I'm sure the Cardinals are saying, we can't get hurt by Rendon and Soto. Uh, but that's a pretty good lineup, and anyone can do some damage. Uh, have you considered Twitch instead of Periscope from SLD? So my thing is, I just want this to be free and open. Uh, I want this to be uh, available to as many people as possible to enjoy and to allow me to enjoy them. And uh, I've, I've had a lot of people tell me about Patreon. I've had a lot of people tell me about Twitch. But really, I don't really care. You know, my, my audience was pretty much generated through Twitter. And I just want whatever is easiest for the people. Uh, I, I, the, the method for which, or I guess the, uh, the, the electrical outlet or the sponsor of this, uh, uh, the, the host rather, God, it's like struggle to find the words. The host of Prospects After Dark is not important to me at all. It's the people getting involved and that's what matters to me. Uh, yeah, that's all I can say. But maybe we'll do it and maybe I'll learn some money off of it. God, that'd be nice. Hey, our good friend Stu Style says, I don't want to see any of the LHP pitch against Soto. Hell, I don't want to see anyone pitch to Soto. Yeah. You know, the other thing is just adjusting on the fly, right? If, 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 Solo, if Soto is just smoking Cardinals pitching, don't pitch to him at all. I don't care what the situation is. Tigers in three from Bob Nightingale. That's right. Kyle, you're looking strong and sexy, my friend, from Stats STL Cards. To me. No, to you at Stats STL. BR Chef says, the guy who ripped STL for not showing up for 2 p.m. first pitch on Monday. Yeah, again I, again, I saw somebody was telling me about it. I don't know much about it. I will say that that game, like the time of that game, I didn't even hear when that game was going to be until like Saturday. So it wasn't even a matter of like giving people time to go to a 2 o'clock game on a Monday. Heck says, do you think we should build a game plan about grinding long at-bats to get starters out of the game? I, not... 
find your pitch, hunt for your pitch. And I feel like that was a big difference in Game 5. You know, Dexter Fowler took a walk to lead off the game. It was something we talked about on the Two Birds on a Bat podcast. That's exactly what I wanted to see. And the Cardinals hunted for their pitch. The, the only way you're going to beat Scherzer and, and Strasburg and Corbin uh, and probably even Sanchez is if you're hunting for your pitch, you're getting base runners on, you're getting moving on the base pass. So, yeah, I, I like that, but I also want to be able to adjust. Oh, God, Farmer Vala says ETA for Terry Fuller moving Goldie to the bench uh, in the year 2000. No, I, that'll never happen. Uh, John Tincana says avocado head. That's right, look at my weird head, family. It's like an avocado. Uh, there's a pit in the middle, and if you just like to reverse avocado, where this is the stem and this is the base, and you could literally sit me on this side, and uh, I'm wobbly. Hi, I came from the front page of Periscope. I saw a shirtless man in the word baseball. That's hilarious. Uh, AC, AC Howell says, did you stay up and watch the Nats game? I did not. No, I watched Mr. Robot instead. Sam Smitty 9 says, don't feel uncomfortable, Kyle. Just do your thing. Do your thing, baby mommy. Make your roll. Won't you pop, drop, like a baby girl, get swole. Uh, Smore 15 says, will Griffin Roberts be an MLB starter? I'm not sure about an MLB starter, but he will be an MLB pitcher. Uh, sometimes Kyle sings too. Oh boy, how about that right on cue? Uh, Seth W. Flam says, does Bader have any trade value? Yeah, look, uh, a couple years back, uh, Ender Inciarte was traded. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer still has trade value. Harrison Bader has trade value. He's cheap. He's a big war player. He's a great defensive player. And he's actually a metrics kind of darling because of what he does. So yes, he has tons of trade value. Not tons. He has a good amount of trade value, but the Cardinals aren't going to trade him because they love him and they're committed to him. APL says, Brian Jordan picked cards over Braves in Game 5. Doesn't he work for the Braves? Hey, look, I appreciate the honesty, and that's nice to have a broadcast that isn't so biased and blind. Cards have to be disciplined at the plate. I agree. I think that's an important part of the NLCS for the Cardinals. Quinn says, am I overthinking it by saying Scherzer, former catcher, should get in that bat against Scherzer? Yes, you're overthinking it. Uh, if I'm Jerry Jones, I offer Mike Schilt the Cowboys coaching job. I love that. That's a great thing, uh, Ethan Klusner. Most likely NLCS MVP. You know, I thought that Tommy Edmond would be the spark plug. Who's the most likely one? Uh, either Strasburg, Scherzer, Flaherty. Uh, or Rendon, Soto, Goldie, Ozuna. But more than likely, it's going to end up being uh, Tommy Edmond, Colton Wong. Colton Wong is always the, 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 the big, like, if you want to have, like, a sleeper, it's Colton Wong for the Cardinals. Uh, I'll commit the Cardinals win the World Series. I will get a pad tattoo from Sam Smith. Sam Smith says if the Cardinals win the World Series, he's getting a pad tattoo. Gifts, I need you to make a note of that. Does Alex Reyes still have options? Yeah, he still has an option year. And plus, I think that they'd probably be able to get a fourth-year option out of him like they'll be able to get out of Edmundo Sosa. The Blind Homer says, if ever the Cardinals open the vault for a player, go get Cole. I am not on the board. I Look, I'm, I love Garrett Cole and even Max Scherzer. I, I am not on board for giving anyone or opening the vault for any pitcher. I hate it. I think it's dangerous. I'd rather pay for hitting than pay for pitching develop pitching, get four or five years out of the pitchers, and let them walk. That's always been my philosophy in this. Pitchers' arms are too volatile. We don't know enough about injuries, the arm injury. Uh, so I, I see what you're saying. I, I hear it. I think we're trapped at the moment a little bit with that statement, but I get it. Quinn says, cards ended the career of Chipper, the Tomahawk Chop, and now McCann. They didn't end the career of the Tomahawk Chop. That thing will be back. 
Uh, Lucas, hey Lucas, twenty twenty four says sup Kyle, a little late to the party. To Lucas, twenty twenty four, I raise my glass. I love you, buddy. Thank you for being in here. Uh, you're the best. Uh, PMW says all right, Kyle. Did Flaherty hit Akuna on purpose? Yeah, probably, but who cares? I don't care. You know, Akuna deserved it. The, the, we bury the lead with that. Did he hit him on purpose? I don't know. Yeah, probably. More than likely, it was probably called for by Yachty. What gets lost in all that is that Akuna made an ass out of himself walking down to first base, and Flaherty was hilarious. With his lack of response, it was beautiful. Uh, cards will run at will on Strasburg if they get runners on. Yeah, probably Scherzer too. 10Ks for Cole. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, let's see. JT Vanderhaar says, I would join the Iowa Pad chapter. There we go. We got some Iowa Pad people. We're getting our Pad, our Iowa Pad people together. Uh, Trottingham says, Iowa too, I think. I love that. Des Moines right here, baby. Jay Dizzy. There we go. Prospects After Dark representing strong in Iowa. Uh, Nebraska represent from PMW. Nebraska represent PMW. Sean Gransky, get after it. I'll join up the KC. The KC chapter of PAD is Ben Cerruti and Hex. And I love that. The Ben Cerruti and Hex, the Iowa chapter, the Nebraska chapter, the KC chapter. Uh, John Zantana, repping for uh, Texas, the Texas chapter of PAD. Conroe, Texas, from uh, Freddy is my bitch. Freddy is my bitch is a great Twitter handle. It's a great Periscope handle. I love it. I'm raising my glass to Freddy is my bitch from Conroe, Texas, and the Texas chapter of Prospects After Dark. Josh says, "Poor Kyle is never getting through these comments." Probably 45 minutes ago. Uh, yeah. So we have the, the one thing about Prospects After Dark is we have a very, very strong. Uh, uh, Portland, Oregon, Oregon chapter. Eric Thomas, my brother. We have people in here saying that they're part of Oregon. So to the Oregon chapter of Prospects After Dark, we raise our glass. Uh, uh, leaving 45, that's welcome. In the, the Bloomington area representing. Oh, God. Uh, give me, give me a kiss from Jay Duda. I'm drooling now. To you, Jay Duda. Uh, hopefully that didn't piss Ashley off. Leaving 45. Nice. I'm in Salem. There we go. I love that. Uh, my ass is numb from sitting on the toilet for so long watching this. I can't feel my feet. Prospects after dark. You lose feeling of your feet. I love it. It's a great slogan. Prospects after dark. Probably only watch us on the toilet. Intern Maddie says, every win is important. If we're being honest, every win is very important. Intern Maddie, I like where your mind's at. Uh, Farmer Bala says, predicting exact date for Terry Fuller to send Goldie to the bench. Uh, uh, April 19th, 2023. How about that? That'd be amazing. Oh, God, amazing. Uh, Half32 says, It always feels like there is a young bullpen guy that emerges as a starter in the postseason, as a star in the postseason, and then he says, Helsley. Helsley, Cabrera, we were talking about if, if uh, a Junior Fernandez would have been, I think he would have been, and you're right. That, that, and that was my point about bringing Junior Fernandez and why I would have liked for him to be on the 25-man roster. There's always that guy who makes his name. And with an arm as dynamic as Fernandez, I think he would have been a very valuable asset to have on your 25-man active postseason roster. The Cardinals are going to go in that direction. So really, if you're talking about that guy, Ryan Helsley fits perfectly. And the other night, he made Atlanta look awful. Absolutely awful. He does that. He was in command. He had a little bit of rest. 
His velocity was high. Look, Ryan Helsley is a dynamic arm who deserves every chance to be in either the starting rotation or in a prominent role in the bullpen, but the Cardinals need to commit one way or the other because he's amazing. Uh, Edmund plus 3,300 for NLCS MVP. Now we're talking from 70s Bush. I like that. 70s Bush has just so many different references. Our early run's never been a winner for me, so the so there I was. That's another great uh, handle there. I love that. Uh, early runs, yeah. Look, but if you think about it this way, if you have explosive diarrhea, you want that shit out of the way as soon as possible. Better to have explosive diarrhea early on than later on. Uh, Josh says, if you silence Soto and Rendon, you win the series. More than likely, but you could silence Ozuna and Goldschmidt, and the Cardinals could still win. So the smart money is, yes, if you silence Soto and Rendon, that uh, you'll, you'll, the Cardinals will win the series, but you can't guarantee it. What up, fam? Sent you a DM, Kyle. How we doing? From Keeper Dean Roach. Did you really? See, Keeper, it's so hard for me to keep up with this. Uh, about to watch pad view, so... <laughs> yes! Yes! Keeper sent me a DM. Keeper, your chest... Is beautiful. It's magnificent this time of night. I appreciate any pad person who does not have every article of clothing on right now. To my pad people, including Keeper Dean Roach, who are shirtless with me right now. Mm. My cousin Charlie, who better be fucking shirtless, also pantless. And Charlie, don't think that I won't rip your fucking shirt and your pants off the next time I see you. Says the Cardinals are playing in the League Championship Series tomorrow. And that is so amazing. And I'm so excited. And I'm glad the game's going to be at 7. And it's going to be like 40 degrees or 50 degrees here in St. Louis. And there isn't going to be rain. The rain's going to be out of the way. And it's a perfect October baseball night. Uh, And to all the Cardinals fans, again, uh, soak it in. You know, we've taken for granted how good the Cardinals have been over the last 15 years. And we've been really miserable for the last three years as the Cardinals have missed the playoffs. So get them in the postseason. Really enjoy the fact they're in the league championship series. We're going to live and die on every pitch, every hit, every strike and ball. Uh, Let's appreciate it and really soak it in that we're back here as fans and we get to enjoy it. And let's not take this round for granted. Still haunted by counting to pitch, uh, continuing to pitch to Ozuna. I agree. Yo, yo, Kyle from Real Bo Barton. Hey, what's up, Bo Barton? How are you? I won an Ozuna home run in game six to take the lead to a World Series appearance. That would be amazing. Really pulling for Marcelo Zuna. I love that guy, and I love how much he loves St. Louis and being a Cardinal. Rays getting shelled is a damn shame. I think we all would have expected something like that, and that's why it's nice to have Garrett Cole going in Game 5. Jack Flaherty going in Game 5. Astros are a really good team. Hard to beat them. Uh, Woodford, in two years, where in rotation do you see him? Top, middle, or less? I expect Jake Woodford to be less than in the middle uh, of the, the the rotation, but I want to see what Jack uh, what Jake Woodford does this offseason. It's really important, you know. He's toyed with pitches nonstop every year. Really worked on his command, his delivery, all that stuff. If he if he develops better breaking pitch command, then he's going to be a middle of the rotation Dakota Hudson as pitcher, where all of a sudden he has like a three six ERA or uh, sixteen wins, and you're like, how did he get here? He's not that good. Uh, but he has that kind of potential. So I will say more than likely less than middle, but he has the potential to be a middle of the rotation arm if he continues to work on his command. Uh, if that's if his strikeout numbers go up, it'll happen because of breaking pitch command, and at that point he'll be a middle of the rotation type arm. O'Neal, Randy, Lane Thomas, Seymour, Johan Oviedo, and Cash for Mookie for Jay Duda. 
O'Neill, Randy. So okay, first off, the 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 Boston Red Sox are not going to take three outfielders that haven't done much at the major league level for Mookie Betts and then Oviedo and Seamart. Like it's going to take more than that. You're going to have to give up more than that. I mean, I don't know what it would be. I mean, you're probably talking. It's it's going to take more than that. It's I don't know. Look, I don't know what it's going to take. I think at that point you're just throwing names. I think you're probably talking about like Edmund. O'Neill, Bader, Seamart, they probably want Dakota Hudson. Like, you're not going to be able to just throw a bunch of names at the, at the Red Sox to get bets. It's going to take more than that, I would think. And it's going to take a smart package if you're going to do it. I don't want to trade Seamart, but I feel the front office might not like him after this series. We'll see what happens in the NLCS. Again, at $11 million, if you decide to move him back to the rotation, you're really getting your value for the buck. Is Scherzer sleeping at his parents' house tonight? Look, Charlie, I want you to focus on sleeping at my house tonight. That's what I want you to focus on. No, is he sleeping at his parents' house tonight? Hopefully not. Hopefully that dude is in Bangtown. Uh, Josh says, if the Cardinals win the World Series, I'm getting drunk. Does that count? It does. Uh, you and me did did to meet in a dark alley to discuss Cole. Come get me, boy. Uh, Blues winning. Good. I like that. Edwin Pavizic says, I got tickets for Scherzer Wayno in game two. There we go. Scherzer Wayno in game two. To all of my pad people who are going to either game one or game two in St. Louis, who get to see Michaelis and Sanchez or Scherzer and Wayno, I raise my glass. Good for you, bud. Uh, more Ames, Iowa. Man, I love that tea. There we go. Uh, Cards fan for life. More Iowa. Arkansas representing. Yeah, meet up with C70. And I think Tina lives in the Arkansas area. Uh, Burnback says, love the theory or not paying for pitching. Smartest thing I've heard all week. Love the theory or not paying pitching. Yeah, keep developing pitchers. I'm all about drafting pitchers 10 out of your first 15 picks and hoping to get one of them that does really well and two of them that can be bullpen arms and then just recycling that method year after year after year. Uh, Real Bo Burton says, rubbing from... Uh, Tallahawk, I, Oklahoma, goddamn it, home of Ryan Helsley. I, I butchered the name. I apologize uh, to the home of Ryan Helsley and also uh, uh, Bo Barton. I raise my glass to the, the all of that nation. The California chapter of Prospects After Dark, Great Falls. Uh, so, so there I was. I love that. Wow, lots of bush light drinking Iowans here. Also, section one sixty eight, game two. Good for you. I love this. I love that my pad people are represented. I love that pad is sponsored or is represented all over the United States. That's awesome. You guys are the best. PA chapter of pad represent. Yeah, I saw PA chapter and I knew that that was Farmer La- Farmer Vala before I even squinted like an asshole to see it. I also think Ryan Massey, who isn't in here all of the time, is part of the pad chapter, uh, the PA chapter of Prospects After Dark. Amazing stuff. Uh, who's the toughest out on the Nats roster, man? You know, I think, uh, I think, I think they're a really good hitting team. I know that sounds crazy. I gotta pull up their roster. Nationals roster. Boom. What you got, family? Uh, active roster. Boom. So I think one person I always look over is Kurt Suzuki. Uh, I like Kurt Suzuki and Jan Gomes as the catching tandem. Uh, Matt Adams, you know, there would be nothing more Cardinals devil magic than Matt Adams coming in and hitting a home run to send the Cardinals home. Don't want to think about that. Look, I think I think for us, Drupal Cabrera is a terrible fielding infielder. Uh, but I look, they're a tough team. Trey Turner's a tough at bat. 
Adam Eaton's a tough at bat. Look, they're just a really good team. Uh, Eric Thomas is Oregon. That's right. Uh, Josh says, I'm proud to represent the Baltimore chapter. I love my Baltimore people. The Kyle Tongues Us episode. Uh, I love that. Tungalingus. Ella, holy shit, Steve Eller. Steve, to you, thank you for being in here. What a scary time to tune in. I must have been tonguing the camera. To Eller Market, I love Eller Market. One of the Carolina chapters, I think the South Carolina chapter of Prospects After Dark. Eller Market, I raise my glass. <laughs> John Martin says... From uh, Rockford, Illinois, what's up? Can't wait to see Kyle in the singlet. I think the agreement we made is that I would wear a singlet if the Cardinals won the World Series. And I'll do it. Fuck, I'll have to, somebody will have to send me one. Cracker Liquid says, gotta love Cabrera throwing 99 from the left side. Again, I understand the Cardinals did not get the appropriate return for Tommy Pham. Uh, I, I understand why people are frustrated with Genesis Cabrera and Justin Williams and Rola Ramirez. I get all that. I would ask people to remember that Tommy Pham wasn't traded because of the player he was, but probably because of the outspoken person he was. Uh, and I would also ask people to remember that Henesis Cabrera is still only 22 years old, maybe 23 now, uh, and is an electric arm that still has a very, very bright future ahead of him. Justin Williams had a great finish to the 2019 season, and Roel Ramirez has been really good in the Arizona Fall League. So maybe we just all pump the brakes a little bit, and we get a John Gant for... Uh, Jaime Garcia return when it's all said and done. You think it was dangerous to send Jack up to bat after hitting Okuna? I think it's interesting, and I like that he did it. But, yeah, I think it's a little dangerous. Good Life Sean says, literally impossible to be sober in October with Pat on the Cardinals off day. That's right, Sean. And, again, I swear to God, let me get through this weekend. i got a busy weekend, and then I will send your stuff to you. Uh, played against Helsley in college. Guy was filthy from burn bags. Awesome. Yeah, he's a great kid, a great family. He's always been filthy. Reading about, I remember when the Cardinals drafted him, I went back and read about his time uh, pitching in high school and how he had like a little up and down velocity issue. And it was awesome to see Mark Saxon write about that for The Athletic too. Uh, and I'm glad that he took the route that he did on his way to the Cardinals. Love that kid so much. Uh... Tune in to just in time to see a close-up of Kyle kissing. Radar says, raise your dog bowls for pups on pad. Yeah, look, we've got a great uh, uh, a dog population in Prospects After Dark. We've got Ghost from Keeper Dean Roach. We've got Radar. We've got uh, Megan's dog, Roland. We've got, uh, uh, we've got Al, uh, Maggie Ladley's dog, Al. Well, Prospects After Dark is represented strong by the dogs. And, of course, my sole animal, Dayton, uh, the blog of their own's dog, who I love. And also Elliot. I don't want to leave Elliot out or Rowan, uh, uh, Dayton's friend. But I love dogs. Dogs are amazing. They're the best. Uh, the Iowa Pat chapter will be getting shirts just so we can take them off from BR Shuff. <laughs> BR Shuff, that might be my favorite comment tonight. I love that. Mmm. The farmer Bala says, I am concerned about global warming. Should I be? Let me get some water real fast. Hold on a second, okay? Let's not get out of hand tonight. Let's focus on the Cardinals. Hold on. Yeah, you should be worried about global warming. Here's the thing about global warming. Uh, I believe it to be real. I know people think it's a hoax. I know it depends on which scientists you're looking at. But for real, look... This is humanity, and we should probably be smart about what we're doing. That's my thought about global warming. 
Kyle, what made you first interested in baseball and the Cardinals? Did you grow up with it? Yeah, J uh, Jared, uh, Jared Shane. I am from St. Louis. I grew up in the city of St. Louis. My brothers, I have three older brothers who love baseball. That was probably a big con contributing factor. My dad was an usher at Bush Stadium since I was like 10 years old. Uh, I used to, he was an usher in the bleachers. My brother Scott was an usher in the bullpen uh, at the dugouts. He was a clubby. He worked on the grounds crew. All of that contributed to. Uh, I remember my brother Michael and I getting really excited about baseball video games that came out. Uh, but then as a kid, my dad was an usher. When the, the season ticket holders would give me tickets to roam around the bleachers, uh, tickets for a child were three bucks at that time, an upper terrace reserve ticket. I'd go get the $3 upper terrace reserve ticket and roam around the bleachers with my dad. Look, I'm just a St. Louis kid who only knows baseball. It's the only thing I know. It's the only thing that I really like have a passion for outside of concrete to show you how fucked up my brain is. And uh, baseball is just a part of who I am. A, a way that the bones and skin and muscle and fat on my body is. Uh, that's that's how I got into baseball and the Cardinals. O'Reilly with an empty netter. First goal. Good. Good, good, good. St. Louis Blues. Uh, I always worry that if the Blues win, that means that the Cardinals can't. But you never know how those things work out. So hopefully the Blues win, and that sends the Cardinals rolling. Uh, what are you thinking for pad schedule during the NLCS from Crawley25? I'm not thinking anything about a pad schedule, schedule for the NLCS. We probably won't do pad tomorrow night after the game. We'll play it by ear on Saturday. I'll probably do pad on Sunday. I like the Sunday off game. We, we love pad. Uh, but yeah, look for pad. Look, I'm going to try to do pad as often as possible through the playoffs. Because I love talking it over with you guys and uh, you guys and gals and you're amazing. Good Life Sean says, pull a Tommy Fam and thank and toast to your damn self for Prospects After Dark. I would never do that, but I love that Tommy did. I loved it so much. All right, my babies, I'm off to sleep. Uh, Ashley, good night. Get a good night's sleep. I'm glad you had a great day. You're doing amazing work. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, let's see. I'm out. Go Cards. Charlie, I love you, buddy. Uh, good night. Sleep well. Virginia Redbirds. There we go. There we go. Uh, it's simple to trade for a top player. STL going to have to give up players we don't want them to. Yeah, more than likely. But who like who are they going to give up? They're not going to give up Dakota Hudson. They're not going to give up Dexter Fowler. Carlos Martinez is the one variable. They might trade Carlos Martinez. I don't see them doing that. But anything could happen if they're getting the right return back. Uh, the, who else are they going to trade? Like They don't have... Like, they don't have trade chips. You know, again, Tyler O'Neill, Lane Thomas, Randy Rosarena, Jag, Justin Williams. Yeah, those guys could get traded. Uh, they're not going to trade Ryan Helsley. They're, they might trade Ryan Helsley. They'd be dumb to. Andrew Kisner might be one guy that they would think about trading. We'll see what happens there. I don't think they will. I don't think they should. But that could be something, an interesting piece that teams would want. I, I don't know. But you're right. The better chance that the Cardinals have of adding a, a, a premium Player is through trade, not through the free agent. Uh, do not pitch to Rendon from Sweaty Teddy. Again, I, I, I'm on board with that. I would like for them to not pitch to Soto or Rendon, but they're going to have to. And Trey Turner's, I think, going to be a, a, a thorn in their sides. I think Howie Kendrick is going to be a thorn in their side. And we're just going to have to wait and see how it all plays out. Uh, is Suzuki good for game one? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, uh, Jiggy. Blues win. I like that. Turner is key for Nats. I like where B, uh, B Padad, Padaddy is at. Padaddy. B Padaddy. I, I agree. I think Trey Turner 
and Javi Kendrick are like the two guys who somehow end up lighting a fire. And also, you know, Ryan Zimmerman, who has had a very, very good career. Matt Adams. Davey Johnson. And I know Davey Johnson is kind of a joke of a manager throughout Major League Baseball. We're going to have to wait and see how that all uh, that all plays out. But Davey Johnson could be uh, the difference maker here if he chooses his matchups right and comes out on the vic- the victorious end of it all. Uh, Suzuki is fine. Nats suck. We beat them five out of seven games already this year. And that's... Look, if there's one thing baseball has taught me is to expect the unexpected. Quinn says, I'm not sure if Adams actually came back to St. Louis or if that was a hallucination. Yeah, how crazy was that? Man, it feels like a hallucination. Cards Gifts is laughing. I'm not sure about what. What's the dumbest thing you've done in construction? Boy, the dumbest thing I've done. Look, I have... I've had back surgery because of construction. I stepped off of a truck onto a rock and rolled my leg, and my my leg went black from knee to like thigh. Uh, I've man, I've done so much stupid stuff. There was if we're talking about like anecdotal stupid stuff, we used to I used to do this thing with a uh, 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 like a handsaw, a reciprocating saw, where my guys would throw me a wooden stake and I try to hit it. And one time I hit one and it went up on the top of someone's roof. Uh, man, I've done so much stupid stuff on accident, some stupid stuff on purpose. Uh, but, like, construction is just, like, I take what we do very, very seriously, more serious than my guys would hope I would. And uh, because of that, there isn't a whole lot of, like, joking around that goes on anymore. It's just work. Uh, be smart, folks. Not the takeaway I expected from Pat, but I'm happy to be surprised. I like that. Uh, BR Chef says, the thing about global warming is that Kyle has his shirt off. Should we be concerned about that? Yeah, again, we're humans. We should really look to... Remedy the things that are bad for us. Uh, let's see, other market shirtless Kyle is contributing to global warming. I agree. Kyle farts are deteriorating the ozone layer. Right, man, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that statement, uh, let's see the global warming episode. No gifts. We cannot have the global warming episode. The Earth is tanking. Yeah, the Earth is the Detroit Tigers. The Earth is the Houston Astros, but without Jeff Lunau at the helm. Every time I drink water, I feel guilty. Fam is 0 for 4 tonight. Well, he did a lot of carrying that team up until now, so he's allowed an 0 for 4. I really like the Nats. Too bad we have to beat them from Josh. I like the way you put that. Very well done. Yeah, I like the Nats too, and I don't think that's going to be as much of a rollover. I think the Cardinals have had a lot of success against the Nats. I think there is a blueprint to beat the Nats, and a lot of that is dependent on the pitching doing well. So we'll see what happens. Uh, playoff pad is the greatest pad. God bless us all from the Farmer Vala. To the Farmer Vala, to my pad people, I raise my glass. We're getting close to the end of this, so we're going to have to uh, make make this happen here soon. Mm. God damn it. Uh, Mad Max is going to get drunk at Mizzou's homecoming. Yeah, so that's the other thing. Like, I'm a Mizzou fan. Mizzou plays on Saturday. It's homecoming against Ole Miss. And uh, uh, they sold like 60,000 tickets. I'm anxious to see what kind of costumes they wear tomorrow. The costume watch is always my favorite thing about Mizzou football. Houston wins. There we go. Astros versus Yankees for the third time in the last five years. Yeah, it's almost amazing that we don't feel like we're on a, a, a collision course for the Astros versus the Dodgers. But the Nationals took care of the Dodgers. And remember that Cardinals fans, as we might start to get kind of cocky about what the Cardinals are capable of. That even though it's a five-game series as opposed to a seven-game series. And to me, that's a big difference here. The Nationals just beat the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are a very good team. So anything could happen. It's the playoffs, you know. Let's fucking go from Colonel Ang- Colonel Angus, Colonel Angus. Let's fucking go, Colonel Angus. Yeah, let's get fired up. 
Uh, I'll be at game one. Where will you be, my dude? I will be in Effingham, Illinois with Ashley. That's where I will be. I'm anxious to be there. Saturday, we'll see. I'll be back in St. Louis. I'm trying to convince one of my brothers to buy tickets. I'm not sure which one yet. Not sure. We'll see. But yeah, uh, uh, I will be in Effingham tomorrow night with Ashley, enjoying that lovely evening I cannot wait to have. And also on Saturday, I'll be in St. Louis. So if you're in St. Louis, let me know, Colonel Langus. Again, my Twitter my Twitter handle handle is at Kyle R four one six Colonel Angus. I don't know if you have a Twitter or whatever. I don't know if you're someone we talk to, but if you're in St. Louis, uh, let me know uh, over the weekend. I'd love to get a drink with you. You were great always when you're on here. Uh, anyone DM me. I I'm open to DMs. I love talking with you guys. So if you have any thoughts or anything at all, DM me and we'll get together. Uh, by, for instance, Trevor Rottinghouse is uh, the Trottingham. And he DM'd me, and we had some good talk, and I'm going to get back to him here soon, too. Let's hope Eden channels his inner Marcakis. Yeah, hopefully. My GF said you need to get glasses from uh, Hilbert Sem. Yeah, Hil Hilbert Shem. Yeah, your girlfriend is right. My asshole eyes are terrible. Uh, old blind ass. <laughs> uh, you're right. Astros win. Uh, I'm drunk from Colonel, Colonel Angus. Uh, Ellen Market said, what is a possible scenario that would get Ponce de Leon in a game if someone died on the mound would be my guess. Uh, Crown Royal from Colonel Angus. Let's go birds from Colonel Angus. Uh, Braun Not Brown says, you're still here awesome. Not going to ask for a recap. I'm just happy to be here. Braun Not Brown, bring me your questions. We're probably going to wrap this thing up in the next couple of minutes. So you're one of my, you're one of the pad favorites. Everyone is a pad favorite. So, but you're one of them. So bring them in. Give me your questions. The recap is that I have my shirt off. Started with the shirt on. I'm an asshole. Things are weird. Let's get weird. Keep it going. Uh, Dylan Carlson, surprise addition to the NLCS roster. That would be awesome. Uh, I've always wanted a Cardinals-Yankees World Series in my life. Chances are fair this year. Yeah, it could happen. Yanks or Astros, who wins? I'll say the Yankees, but it's probably the Astros. The Every Time I Drink Water, I Feel Guilty episode. I like that, Gifts. Uh, how about a pad in the haunted house? Uh, I don't believe in haunted houses. LFG, let's fucking go. That's what I'm talking. Fucking go! Uh, going to my first playoff game unless either team sweeps. Super pumped, to be honest. Well then, Josh, I hope that neither team sweeps, and I hope you get to go to your first playoff game. I raise my glass. <laughs> Keeper says, still going to come sleep in your bed if the Cardinals make the World Series with a Z. You think I'm joking. <laughs> I don't, brother. I don't. And you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to do Prospects After Dark with you sleeping in my bed with me, both of us shirtless, because I've seen the glory of your shirtlessness. It's right up there with the glory of my shirtlessness, and I feel like it's what the pad people need and deserve. It's like uh, both Batman and Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight. Uh, drink four roses. Drinking four roses here, too. Cheers. Uh, from uh, Leaving 45. To my four roses people, my bourbon people, my Cardinals fans, uh, to all of you pad people, I raise my glass. Prospects After Dark is not the same without you. I love each and every one. Well, it's not the same without you because you're part of the goddamn community, for real. But again, it's just a blast to do this as often as possible as Jeff Niehaus comes back in. I love Jeff Niehaus. Uh, but yeah, look, Prospects After Dark and the pad people and their, their fight and their amazing willpower and their strength and their love of each other. I raise my glass to all my pad people. You're amazing. I want the Nats to start shit so we can end shit from Jiggy. So if you guys don't follow like Rotowear clothing, go to Ro uh, follow them on Twitter. Rotowear. 
Uh, they have a shirt that's the arch, and it's Schilt's speech from the Randy Rosarena video with the backdrop, and it's beautiful, and I gotta buy one. I don't have any money, but I gotta buy one. Effingham, my whole family is from there, from Colonel Angus. Well, if you're there, come meet Ashley and I. We're probably just gonna hang out in a hotel room, eat cookie dough, and drink booze, and then cry, I would think. How do you feel about Jack Flaherty's uh, two starts in the NLDS? I thought that they were great. I was very up in the air about what to do in the uh, game five after the Cardinals scored 10 runs. But look, Jack Flaherty's ready to go. You'll notice that he was just throwing batting practice in game five. His velocity was down. He was just, go get it. After he got through the first inning, after he was sitting for a while. Uh, but uh, yeah, look, Jack Flaherty's ready to go. I would imagine he's when we get to game three in Washington, it's going to be an amazing experience. Uh, is she from uh, is she from Effingham? My wife is from Kankaki. She is from uh, Shelbyville is where she's from. Uh, sub dog from Spaghetti Jones. Spaghetti Jones, where the fuck have you been? I've got a little bit more booze. Hold on, I got. I'm gonna drop. Just drop a little bit more booze. God, I'm gonna be fucked up tomorrow. Hopefully the rain stays around all day. Uh, to Spaghetti Jones, I raise my glass. All my pad people who are finding their way in here, I love all of you. Quinn says he will do everything on his power to be there on Saturday. Effingham, that's where I live. Holy shit, Shelton Mysterio. Shelton, do me a favor. So, so I, Ashley and I were going to go to the Gabby Goat and watch uh, game one tomorrow night. And if you're in the area, let us know. I don't know what exactly what the plans are. Things might change. But, man, I'd love to meet up with you. That'd be amazing. I'm sure Ashley, uh, Ashley would be all about it, too, because she's the best. But, uh, yeah, let us know, man. DM me. Honestly, Shelton Mysterio, DM me. Pad people, DM me whenever. I don't care. Before Pad, I thought your name was Kyler. Most people do. Uh, Kyler Murray ruined that for me. But, no, I'm Kyle Reese. Uh, you are part of the Reese existence if you were watching or listening to this. And uh, that's me. Hi. I'm not a huge fan of the ham, but that's where the fam be, you know. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Uh, thanks for the shout-out from Trotting... Trottenham. So I'm gonna. I would like to elaborate more on your DM. Uh, hopefully that's something we can do uh, over the next couple days. And maybe if I'm not completely hammered and hiding in a truck tomorrow at work, we'll see what happens. Uh, the weird is why I'm here. From John Zancana. John, I'm glad you're here. From my Texas bureau, Prospects After Dark. I love that so much. Uh, let's see. Ethan Klusner says informal invite to everyone in here. If I ever get married, y'all are welcome. Ethan, I'll give a speech at your wedding if you ever get married. Uh, Civil War Redbird says, I'll ask you my recent tweet. What is your outrageous take for the NLCS? My outrageous take is that at one point during the NLCS, a 33-year-old blonde idiot, although he's going to be bald when he runs on the field, runs on the field with a pad tattoo over this part of his chest. For you listening on the podcast, this part is from nipple to nipple. Uh, that's my outrageous take. No, my outrageous take is that Colton Wong... It's Colton Wong hits 750. He's the NLCS MVP. He plays amazing defense, and he keeps putting the ball on the left center field gap. That's my outrageous take. Uh, take it to the bank, if you will. What's yours? I'd like to know what yours is, Civil War Redbirds. PMW says, I need a video of Kyle doing the LFG routine because I died. <laughs> Let's fucking go! That's right. I'll finish this off with your explicit laden Shilt impression. I can't. My arms aren't that skinny. My legs aren't either. I want that shirt now from Colonel Angus. Laugh my ass off. Don't cry, my sweet prince. I don't know who this Colonel Angus is, but he's one of my favorites. Uh, let's see. Josh says, Flaherty hugging his mom had me teared up. 
Yeah, you know, if I was capable of crying, uh, see, see what I did there? Uh, that's how I fuck with your emotions. If I was capable of crying, it would make me cry too. But for real, that video or uh, that was just an amazing thing. I, I get tired of seeing the same people on the goddamn television broadcast. You don't always need to pan to Jack Flaherty's mom. I get why you're doing it and the most blah 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 blah. But I loved that we got to see that moment between Jack Flaherty and his mom after uh, the, the the clincher in Game Five. Uh, fun facts, the first time I ever jerked it was Game 6 of the 1993 World Series. It had nothing to do with. And you know what? That's right there. I, that's right there. Anyone in Chicago want to watch the game somewhere with me? Holy shit. So, again, if you're in Chicago, meet up with Kiefer Dean Roach. Honestly, I've, I've met Kiefer. He's an amazing human being. I love him. Slide into Kiefer Dean Roach's DMs or do it through here. Uh, you are in for a treat if you get to hang out with Kiefer. He's he's a great, great man who I love and admire. Uh, let's see. Shelton, we'll have to see what I'm doing. That's fine. Uh, uh, you should get hair transplant surgery from your beard to your head. Yeah, make it instead of that hair falling down my face, try to move it back up my face. Uh, who did you say made the Shilt shirt? I think it was Rotowear. R-O-T-O-W-E-A-R. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, NLCS roster, three home run NLCS MVP. Uh, thanks, John. There's literally no way that DeYoung isn't the NLCS MVP. That would be an awesome thing. Edwin Pavizic says, so we're going to have Cole and Flaherty leading the rotation for the next 10 years? Yeah, Cole, Flaherty, Sale, Scherzer. I heard that they're trading for all of them. Mark Hayden says, I... Honestly, won't be that mad if we lose to the Nats. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, to, to be honest with you. I put Paul DeYoung MVP, but someone said Bader, four home runs. He got the go so far. He got the go. Uh, Marchayton, blah, blah, blah. You heard it here first. DeYoung is going to be back to his April self all of next year. I love that. All right, Pat people, I raise my glass. I love, when will we know the roster for the series for Civil War Redbirds? Uh, Mike Schultz said it was going to stay the same, so don't expect any changes, uh, but you'll know tomorrow before the game. Uh, oh, a Keeper says, Ghost is here, is asleep as fuck, but he loves you. I love him too. And if you're going to come and sleep in my bed and do pad with me, you got to bring Ghost. Gant on roster or nah? No, I don't think so. Uh, again, they seem pretty pretty adamant about keeping the same roster. I thought PDJ was looking like he was going to break out. Me too, from Braun Not Braun. Crawley25 says, shirt is on Rotoware on page 6 of 7 of the baseball section. Check it out. Don't stop talking. I have to. To my prospects after dark people, I raise my glass. To my birth on the black people, Tara and Tara Woman and Alex Christopher who do chirps. Ben Cerruti, who does amazing work. Zach Gifford, who does amazing work. The, the, the tandem of Stu Styles and Nicholas Childress with the game recaps. Uh, Cardinals Gifts, who I love with all my heart. Cards Cards, who's an amazing human being. When he decides to be an amazing human being, uh, to my birds in the black and my pads people, I, my pad people, I raise my glass. I love you. Uh, enjoy your ham. I will definitely. Underrated gaining home field advantage avoids the victory blues on Saturday. God, I like that. Have a good night. Every goddamn right ghost is coming and he's wearing a Langford. I'll put that Langford jersey on ghost. I love that. Why not give Gannon another shot? We don't need all the lefties with the Dodgers gone. Yeah, I like, I do, I mean it, I know it sounds crazy, but I like having Genesis Cabrera back there. And I would like to see John Gant find his way back in, but it's not going to happen at this point, I don't think. Uh, Colonel Lingus says Effingham. Yeah, it took me a second to realize it, but I knew what you were saying finally a second ago. 
Uh, Bach B for life. Uh, Alex Crisofoli, hell, get to see some DC games. Yeah, shout out to Alex Crisofoli. I hope he finds his way to uh, the ballpark in DC. Look, I love Alex. Alex is an amazing human being. I told you he's one of my favorite writers. Uh, he's just a great, great dude. I got to meet him, too. You know, Alex is the kind of guy that you meet and you think to yourself, man, I want to be this person. He's just, I wish I was that smart and talented and... and, and and cultured, and, uh, I, you know, I think about that with Tara, and Stu, and Gitz, and Nick, and I, I can't believe I'm a part of this, even Cards Cards, like, I can't believe I get to be a part of Birds on the Black, I'm so lucky and so fortunate for that, uh, so check that out, also check out Two Birds on a Bat, uh, that, that podcast we do on Wednesday is a ton of fun with Mo's Algorithm, and Benji, and Ron Nuttall, and Jim Cromer, Two Birds on the Bat puts out good stuff, and also, I'm gonna do a podcast here in like five minutes, I gotta DM somebody, and I'll let you know about that. Check it out on Twitter. Uh, anyways, uh, why Randy over O'Neal? The reason is because Randy is more of like a pinch-running defensive threat. And also, Randy doesn't strike out as much as O'Neal does. Uh, so, I would imagine that that's the reason. Also, maybe Shield hates Canadians. Guess I won't stop. What's up with Cabrera's flock of seagulls haircut? Oh, God, I don't know what's going on with that guy. All right, so for everybody at Birds on the Black, everybody at Prospects After Dark, my brother Mike, my brother Scott, my brother Jim, my dad, my mom, old woman, and old man Reese, uh, 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 for Ashley, for everybody at Prospects After Dark, everybody at Birds on the Black, uh, I raise my glass. You're amazing. If you watch this, if you're listening to this, you're a part of the Reese resistance. Uh, uh, real fast, I want to say something, and this kind of came to me. I love C70. I love Daniel Shaptal. He's an amazing human being. If you're not following him, if you're not familiar with him, he's he's just the best. He is the best, the best, the best. So to Daniel Shaptaw, who I consider part of my extended online family uh, and are part of our fan, our pad family, I raise my glass. Uh, to all of you, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, as Eric Thomas first made us aware of, you are part of the resistance, the resistance to all of you. And that's it. The next time we talk will probably be Sunday. We'll see. Uh, hopefully by then we'll have plenty to talk about. Uh, for Again, for everybody at Birds on the Black, everybody at Prospects After Dark, for the Reese family, uh, uh, thank you for being a part of the Reese existence. And as always, family, happy hunting, go cards, and let's bring this motherfucker home.